about to say, welcome back to Meech Speaks. Welcome back to Meech Speaks. No, Meech Speaks. Welcome back to 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 Meech Speaks. I want to mm-hmm. say something. A pause, motherfucker. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Meech Speaks. I'm your host, Demetrius Thickpen, also known as Meech Speaks. Now, before we get started with this episode, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this episode, and head on over to your favorite streaming platform, whether that's Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts, and leave this podcast an honest review, because this podcast deserves to grow just as much as we do. All right, so what's up, everybody? Happy Monday. Um, good to be back. You know what I mean? I feel like I've been doing a couple of episodes with RT, but I really haven't done an episode with myself lately. So I really want to just say that it's good to be back. Um, today's episode's all about ownership, you know, owning up to the shit that occurs within your life. And I, this, this, this topic is very passionate to me because there was moments in my life and I'm pretty sure there were moments in anyone's life where they just did not own up. Now, for those who don't know, I've been in the United States Marine Corps for almost 13 years. And there's two things that I have really lived by and have really carried me throughout my entirety of my career. And the first one is, is that motivation will fade in the face of adversity. And I know a lot of people don't like to hear that. And I'm pretty sure there's a couple of people that have actually heard me say this, but motivation will always fade in the face of adversity. And I say that motivation will fade because motivation will get you started. Hell, motivation to help you finish. But during those moments of trying, You know what I mean? Those trials and tribulations, those moments of friction, those moments of adversity, those moments of uncertainty, you know, just during the process, you feel me? Ain't nobody really motivated then. They're consistent. They're disciplined. They may still be focused, but motivated. uh, I wouldn't say that. You know what I mean? I just wouldn't say that. And the second one that I will say is, is how you show up during those moments of adversity will determine how you come out of it. And I'll say that one again, how you show up during your moments of adversity is going to determine how you're going to come out of it. And I bring that one up, man, because you, it's so easy. It's so easy to look good on a good day. You feel me? Like it's so easy to look good on a good day. It's so easy to be motivated and give out like, you know, positive affirmations and some good ass advice and just be in be in best form on a good day. But when shit does not go your way, how do you show up? You know, when things ain't 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 firing on all cylinders, when the day starting to push back on you, how do you show up? And a lot of times, man, like. And I've seen it so many times and time and time again is is that everybody looks good on a good day. But the moment that the bad day happens, their entire personality changes, their entire demeanor changes, their their actions change, their work ethic changes. They're like, whoa, is me. How you're showing up is going to determine how you're going to be able to cut. It's going to determine how you come out of this. But I bet everybody's wondering, why do I bring that up? Now, once again, I've been in the Marine Corps for almost 13 years, and I'll be lying if I said that I never faced some type of adversity. You feel me? And I'll be lying if I said that I ain't, I wasn't, look, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I wasn't always Meech Speaks. 
You feel me? I wasn't always, you know, mindset, motivation, and being human. I wasn't always, you know what I mean, see the see the lesson in the L that you take. I wasn't always like this. You feel me? I I I struggled. I've shrugged off responsibility. I've blamed others. And by doing that, I've hindered my own growth. By doing that, I had to take the test again. And when I say take the test again, a lot of times, like, you know, you got to understand that those trials and tribulations, that adversity, you feel me? It, it It's a test. And determining a, and, and depending on how what lessons you learn, you feel me? That test going to come, come back around. And you probably either A, going to pass it or you're going to fail it. And I failed a test multiple times until I finally realized to get it right. And one test that I failed, man, and let me rephrase, I didn't really fail this test, actually. You know what I mean? I failed, I failed the pop quizzes leading up to the test. There it is. I failed the pop quizzes leading up to the test. And it was my NJP. Ownership is a big thing. Taking responsibility is a big thing. It's not just taking responsibility as a leader, taking responsibility as a parent, taking the responsibility as a spouse, taking responsibility as taking responsibility as a person is what helps you in those other aspects. And the hardest thing that I was doing was taking responsibility for my actions, especially if there was other people involved. So 2013, I ended up getting in JP. Prior to my NJP, I had been facing series of events where I would just blame the other party. Hey, that ain't got nothing to do with me. It ain't all my fault. Why y'all aren't holding them accountable? And finally, I ended up getting NJP. And it was during that NJP, that's when I realized that I have to own up to my shit. I have to own up to my shit or I'm going to destroy my career. I have to own up to my shit or I'm going to push the people away from a push the people away that are trying to help me. And I and I and I and I got to say that, man, because it was a hard pill to swallow and it was an even hard tasker to even accomplish. You know what I mean? Because you have to take a step back and say to yourself, like, you're fucked up. This is your fault. You got a part to play in this. Yeah, you can look at everybody else, but if you're looking at everybody else, that means that you're not focusing on yourself. And if you're not focusing on yourself, you're going to keep making those mistakes. These were the things that I had to tell myself. And I bring that up, man, because have you ever just had a conversation with somebody? You know what I mean? Like, have you ever just had a conversation with somebody? And as they tell you about their day, you feel me? This person probably a close friend of yours. And as they sit back and they tell you about their, their day, it's always some shit of what everybody else is doing. Relationships, man ain't shit, women ain't shit, work, toxic leader. And you know, that's everybody's favorite word, you know what I mean? But at work, it's my toxic leadership or my command ain't shit. And as you start to hear more details, right? Like as you start to hear more details of that story, you start to realize that it's not everybody else. It's them. They ain't shit. And have I been in that situation? 100%. I was like that before my NJP. And it took me a long time to finally come out of that. So when I tell you that you got to own up to your shit, dude, like you got to own up to your shit. Is it hard? 100%. 100%. But at the exact same time, if you refuse to own up to your shit, then you refuse to grow. And if you refuse to grow, then you're we're going to remain the exact same version. And anything that you receive at this moment right here is only thanks to what the effort that you're putting in. All right, so the first question is always going to be, why is it so hard for everybody to take responsibility? 
you know, and I will definitely say that it's that's a that's a childhood stamp. You feel me that like if you peel back the layers, the reason why people are so afraid to take responsibility, especially in bad situations, because we are own up to some shit when it's going good. You feel me? <laughs> that's what I should have said in the very beginning. We will own up to some shit when it's going good for us. But the moment that shit is not going good for us, that's when we want to shrug away. I forgot to mention that. People don't have a problem with taking ownership or taking responsibility. People have a problem with taking responsibility when the plan didn't work. People have responsibility when they know they're about to get in trouble. People have a problem with taking responsibility when it's not good. We are great at taking responsibility when everything went well. We are great at that. But if you peel back the layers, the reason why we don't want to take responsibility for shit that went bad is because we're afraid that we're going to get in trouble. We're afraid of the consequences. I don't know who needs to hear this, but some of us used to get our ass whooped for shit like this. You know what I mean? Like, like if you broke something in the house and nobody was there, you could say that it failed because you know for a fact that if you say you knocked it over, you about to get your ass whooped. And unknowingly, that carried over into your adult years. So now when something is, especially in the military, because you know you're going to be held accountable for your actions and you don't want to get in trouble. The reason why a lot of people don't want to take responsibility for their actions is, is because people base their sense of self off of their accomplishments. So if they are in a failing situation or if they failed a tasker and they take responsibility, then that means that their self-worth has diminished a little bit. So it's easier to say, well, hey, if so-and-so had did his job, then we probably would have succeeded. Hey, if y'all would have just listened to what I had said, if y'all would have just listened to what I had just said, then we would have been successful. But the reality is, is that you also had a part to play. And I'll just throw this out there real quick. The bigger the group, the harder it is for everybody to take responsibility. I'm going to keep it a buck. Because it's so many people, it's so many people had a part to play in this that everybody is going to sit back and say, man, you know, my part was good. His part was bad. But the reality is, is that if you had a part to play in it, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying take responsibility for shit that you ain't do, but you have to be able, if you're, if you are accustomed to taking responsibility, you have the ability to take a step back and make sure that you had no part to play in it. A lot of people don't have that. So now that we got an idea of why people don't like to take responsibility for the bad situations, let's go ahead and just go over a couple of the signs. You feel me? These are probably signs that you have seen somebody else do, or these are probably signs that you have done yourself. And the first one, man, is that they will immediately blame somebody else for the part for their part, vice their part. And what I mean by that is that if we were in a group project and we both failed, you look and and, and, and I even do it this way. I got a 40 percent. You got a 30 percent. I'm looking at you wondering why you didn't get a 40 percent or why you couldn't have gotten a 50 percent or why you couldn't have got a 60 percent. Regardless of the situation, we fucking failed. We failed. But I'm not looking at my part. I'm looking at yours. And just like what I mentioned earlier, anytime there's a group, it's harder to take responsibility because two parties are playing into it. Two parties are into it. But the reality is, is that if you had a part to play in it, whether it was good or bad, you got to be able to own up to that. And when you're able to own up like, man, you know, I, I, I could have done better. Damn, we should have went over that. It helps the overall growth. Another sign of it, man, is that there are, they are afraid to take on greater challenges. 
And the reason why I say that they're afraid to take on greater challenges is because everybody is good on good days. I'll say that again. Everybody is good on good days. But the moment that they step outside of their comfort zone, there is the risk of failure starts to increase. And a lot of people base their self-worth off of their accomplishments. So if they fail, that means that their self-worth will diminish in their eyes. Nobody else will think that but them. And I'll say that again. A lot of times, like we have these issues that go on inside of our heads because we are projecting or we we assume this is what everybody else is thinking, not realizing that some people will see you step outside your comfort zone and be like, hell, yeah, that's exactly what you're supposed to do. But you afraid to step outside your your comfort zone because you don't want to own up to it. You see what I'm saying? You don't want to fail because you feel like if you fail, then you're not good. And it's easy to be good on a good day. One of the last signs, and I and, and I can't stress this enough, maybe you have seen this or maybe you are doing this, but they constantly complain about the unfair treatment that they're getting compared to everyone else. They feel like they're being treated unfairly. And the problem is, is that a person that lacks ownership or a person that lacks accountability, they will always think that they're getting the shorthand of the stick because they can't step back. And see the full spectrum of the part that they're playing and how it affects themselves. A lot of times, like if you if, if this is a self-awareness thing, you know what I mean? Like if you if you can't take ownership, you you lack a certain level of self-awareness in order to be able to do this. And a person that lacks that will always feel like they're getting the short end of the stick, you know. And a good example of this is that you got NJP. Let me rephrase that. I got NJP. And when I got NJP'd, and I'm just using me as an example, but I get NJP'd, I come to the shop, and I'm wondering why everybody is looking at me crazy. Why is everybody talking to me different? Why is it that my work performance, let me rephrase that, my work evaluations are being affected? I'm the same person. That's what I'm saying to everybody. I'm still that person. I just made a mistake. You got a DUI. You know better. You lied about something. You know better. I don't know who needs to hear this, man, but when you own up to your shit, man, you also have to have, you also have to respect how people are going to view you. You have to. A lot of people make a grave, uh, a egregious mistake and expect people to treat it as if they just woke up late, as if they just missed a bus, not realizing that you probably dropped the ball on a major tasker that affected everybody, not realizing that what you did diminished the eye, diminished your worth in front of everybody else. And what I mean by that is, is that people held you to high regard. They were speaking about you in rooms that you wasn't even in and you fucked it up and didn't even know it. And you expecting everybody to go back to how they are, but you're not realizing that your, your problem, your problem affects everybody else as well. Let me rephrase that. The mistake that you made had an adverse effect on everyone else. But when I say that you have to take ownership for your actions, you also have to take ownership for how your actions affect everyone around you. You can't get upset at how somebody is reacting to what you did. You can't get upset at how your command is reacting to what you did. Not just holding you accountable, looking at you, treating you, speaking to you. You mess up, you understand that and then the best way that I can use this and the best way that I can use this is, is imagine having good credit. You get a blemish on your credit, your credit score drops. 
your credit score can drop down to zero when we talk about trust, confidence, and fidelity, especially if you constantly making fucking mistakes. And that's exactly what I had to tell myself when I got that NJP is that my credit score with them, like my, like my good score with them is starting to drop because of what I did and how it affected everyone around me and how everyone is viewing me right now. I got to eat that. I got to earn that trust again. I got to earn that faith again. None of this shit is an overnight thing. So now that we understand the who, the what, let's talk about the why. Now, one of the biggest reasons why it's so important to be able to take ownership for your actions is because it allows you to reflect on what you have done. Self-reflection is a big thing and people just love to always reflect on the good, but you got to be able to reflect on the bad. Because if you're able to reflect on the bad, you will prevent the mistakes from happening again. And I'll say that again. Everybody wants to reflect on the good. But if you are able to reflect on the bad, then you are able to prevent those mistakes from happening again. You know what I mean? Another reason why it's so important is because your growth rate is going to increase expeditiously. Hey, I ain't even about to lie. Off topic. Off topic. That word had me in a headlock. You feel me? So, so, so for me to get that out there on air, I'm proud of myself. But just like what I said, your growth rate will increase expeditionously. You feel me? Because you are able to reflect on not just the good, but also on the bad. And because now you're peeling back the layers, you're dissecting what you had did. You're taking into consideration the things that you have learned, the things that did not work. Why are you not growing from this? That's the question at that point. Because you are realizing what worked and what did not work. And when the situation comes again, you're going to apply some a new plan for a better outcome. People will respect you more when you are able to own up to this shit. And when I say that people will respect you more, think about how you view somebody who refuses to take ownership for their actions. Whether that's in a relationship, whether that's at work, whether that's a friend. Think about how you view them. You know what I mean? Think about that moment when you realize that it was actually their fault and you start to look at them a little bit differently. And then when you bring it up, their reaction. Think about it. You tend to shrug away. You tend to avoid them. You don't want to work with that person. You don't want to take advice from that person. To be honest with you, you kind of look at that person like, bro, like you too old to be still doing this. That's how people look at you. When you don't own up to your mistakes, when you constantly blaming somebody else. But on the flip side, when you are able to take ownership for the actions that you played in this. People will gravitate towards you because they know that they can trust you. They know that you're going to own up to the part that you played and you are going to come back better. And please understand that that's an emotional thing right there. That's a that 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 that's a maturity thing right there. To be able to recognize that somebody that owns up to their mistakes, they know for a fact that that person don't make the same mistake twice. That person don't make the same mistake twice. So if you want to become a better version of yourself, you have to be able to own up to the worst versions of yourself as well. And just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as I enjoy making it. Now, do me a favor. If you're on Apple or Spotify, don't forget to leave a five-star review for this podcast. And lastly, hit that subscribe button because this podcast deserves to grow just as 